You probably already know that adding an online education or a coaching arm to your existing agency would two to three X your your revenue and even profit. So why aren't you doing it yet? If you want to launch your first group coaching program that complements your existing agency services and get your next five to 10 clients in the next 90 days, then visit system.ly forward slash foundations to learn a little bit more about our program and how we can walk you through a proven process that we've now taken over 150 agencies through to launch their group coaching program as an additional revenue stream that can really, over time, exceed and replace your done-for-you service revenue. If that sounds like something that you are interested in, visit us at system.ly forward slash foundations, schedule a call to talk to myself and or someone on the team to see how it can apply to you and your business. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back, guys. This is the third part, part three of three of 10 Lessons from the Trenches, where we had brought you behind the scenes at our last July intensive for our coaching clients. If you haven't checked out the last two episodes leading up to this, I highly recommend you check those out first because we've broken down those 10 lessons into three episodes and you're at part three. So this is the last batch of lessons that we personally learned from our business, from mistakes that we've made earlier this year leading up to our July intensive with our coaching clients. Hope you enjoy. Last one, get real with yourself. We've kind of talked on this. Um, You know, this is like reviewing your numbers from leads to recurring expenses. You know, what do we need to pay off? Like um, for us, like when we, you know, kind of made some of these decisions, you know, 90-ish days ago or I guess earlier this year, coming into this year, like we ended up kind of having some credit card debt and we're like, all right, like, how do we get out of this? Like, like, well, we need to know where exactly we're at and where we want to go. You know, you've heard me say this multiple times yesterday. It's like, I could be like, yeah, we want to do blah, blah, blah a month. And like, if I never be like, all right, like, where are we actually right now though? And like, get real with where we're actually at. Like, there's no way to bridge, create a plan to bridge that gap. Right. And so like, well, again, we're not perfect. We're still working on certain things, but like, you know, profit per customer, like where's your bandwidth? Like some of these transitions you're trying to make will be in those numbers, right? And like it's unfortunately, and I will be the first to say this because like I hate that stuff. Like I hate looking at numbers. Like it is like literally put a gun to my head and pull the trigger. Like that is like I'd rather do that. Like not really, but like that's how I kind of feel about it. But like that's also goes back to like my story with money. Like oh, like if I just don't look, like it's not there, it's not happening sort of thing. And like, if you're going to keep growing your business, it's like, those are some things you're just going to have to get real and honest with. And I think, at least for myself, I'll throw myself under the bus. Like I was lying to myself. Like we have these ambitious goals, but like didn't really know where we were at. And like that goal is just like, like, we're going, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Like, man, there's probably some other milestones within there that we need to figure out first because this is where we're actually at. Um, which really the lesson for us is like, it like made me think more of like, what are the actual results we need to chase right now? Like what's, what is the top priority? And I mean, that can align to some of those bigger goals, but like, cool, next 90 days, like that's the benchmark. Like that's what we got to get to. Cause if we can get to that, then we'll be on track for the next thing. Right. Cash flow. Yeah. Like, and this is like, this is where Lisa came in big for us. It's like, 
like as we were starting to like shift money around, it's like, all right, well, like we're expecting like 15 grand over the next course of the X days. So like go pay this off right now because it, the, the bank account is going to be replenished in the next 15 days. It's like, so like if your clients are paying you all on different days of the month or if they're all paying you at, on, in the beginning of the month, like you might want to pay attention to like what the end of your month expenses look like, right? Like, cause if, the timing of cash flow puts you in a in a tough position to make moves like you it might be tough to get out so like then you have to start figuring out strategies like how do we adjust cash flow timing maybe you go talk to your credit card company to see if you can remove the bill, the, the date the due dates like they will do that for you if you ask so like like starting to figure some of those things out i don't know if you have anything to add to that but like literally lisa's just like all right you're going to go put this on that credit card. You're going to go move this over here. You're going to pay for that now and like wait. And then we're going to do it again this day. And it's just like, I'm just like in the bank accounts, like click, click, send, click. <laughs> like, but it's been really helpful because like you start to have a plan and you start to see the pr- actual progress moving forward on, on some of these things that you have to take care of. Yeah, I mean, I think to get real with yourself includes acknowledging and accepting the areas that you're not strong in. Um, it actually took Greg a long time to bring me into the finances um, and even willing to review and discuss them with me. And once he was willing to do that, then we were able to start making debts and conversations because I am a numbers person. I can look at the numbers and I can break stuff down and you know totally clear it up for him, put it in words that he can understand without looking at all these numbers. Yeah. Um, and also... When you're planning, I mean, that was one of the biggest things. It's like, we, we could cover our expenses, great, but then we want to hire Lacey and we want to hire somebody else or we want to do this, we want to do that. Next thing you know, you've got another 10, 15,000 in expenses. Well, how many sales is that going to take to make that happen? Yeah. Um, and looking at the whole picture, not just small pieces of it. Yeah. Um, all right. Finish strong here. We talked a lot about this yesterday, but just schedule thinking time. Um, if you're not spending time thinking because you think you're not working, like change your mindset around that, that is working, especially, uh, especially as the owner. Um, if you feel like the team's kind of just, you know, waiting on your, your next command, like that's like, they're not operating from a place of vision, right? Um, you know, the, those of you that are new to the 90 day sprint plan that we implemented last time, look, it might take you three quarters to get that rolling and dialed in and, and feeling like the, the results from it. We've been doing it for a while. And like literally like the last two sprints have been like enormously different than all of the ones prior. And like, it, we just constantly see improvement and like w- communication is simpler. Team meetings are three minutes instead of 60 minutes. It's like, I know what they're working on. Like all of these things are like a result of like having that time to go think, figure out what it is we should be working on giving it the ample time to put the appropriate plan in place and then communicating that to everybody. So like we all are moving in the same direction and there's less like, wait, what are you working on? Like, wait, is this, is this like a focal point right now that you like be spending your time on it? So, um, you know, plan the thinking time, like literally block it. Like it is working. I'd say do it as frequently as you can. Um, and then if you have a team, like I know Lisa talked about this, like we have once a month a visioneering meeting, which is me and her, and it's basically like Greg vomits future vision that is now more baked than it was when I first started this meeting. Like I'm letting things marinate for a lot longer than I did. And like I'd come up with these ideas 
and in our vision early, you know, maybe like a year ago, I'd be like sharing this idea and like Lisa would get mad at Greg and we'd we'd fight and like it would be it would be ugly. Now Greg holds back for a little longer and like marinates on some things and makes sure he's a little more clear, right? Like if you're the owner, you're probably the visionary in the business. I think we talked about at my table, like you could prematurely share your vision. Um, and so like if you have someone who's going to challenge your vision, A, that's good, but like make sure you have enough of it clear in your own mind before you start sharing it because it, it can cause cause more chaos than, than you think, uh, and it will. Um, so, Can I add to that? yeah, please. <laughs> please do. So from my perspective, he would share ideas, and I would ask clarifying questions because I couldn't understand the idea that he was sharing. And he couldn't give me an answer um, because it was so fresh and so new to him. He was just like, well, it's cool. Okay, well, how's that going to help us? And so my role is to kind of challenge and make us think through stuff, make sure we're making the right decisions. Um, and so it did cause a lot of tension, and that tension bled over to other stuff. So it's important to you guys have thinking time, as well as, you know, you have thinking time scheduled with your team. So once you have a little bit more clarity of why you want something, um, that you guys can then, as a team, think on how to make it work right and make it go out there. Tell them to put it in the machine. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I mean, Megan. Yeah, and look, I, and I don't. Maybe you don't think. Maybe you think this. Maybe you don't. But like, you know, sometimes I, when I hear it, I'm like, man, it sounds like like, you know, me and Lisa have like this like effortless relationship. We collide a lot. <laughs> like yeah. Megan. So I don't know if Megan, you want to, like. We literally have a lot of collision and like. It like there's like what people walking away from the conversation for a little while. Like we come back, we apologize. Like it is not like a man. Like Greg and Lisa got like this. It's like flowing so easy and effortless. Like we collide more than you could possibly imagine. And I don't know if Megan is like the outsider because she kind of is more of the in between sometimes. Yeah, like Greg will be like, "Can we take Lisa's side?" I'm like, "I don't." I don't know. <laughs> Stop Yeah, and so, but like Lisa, I, I know will agree with this because we've talked about it a lot. Is like, it's a very healthy collision, right? Like, it's uncomfortable. Most of us usually don't, like, neither of us usually want to talk about some of these things because it makes us feel awkward or uncomfortable or vulnerable. And, but like, if we didn't have those conversations, like, we literally wouldn't move forward. Like, we just like be gun shy. I'd keep it inside, then it'd blow up in some other way or vice versa. So, like, if you're, like, afraid of conflict, like, internally with your team, like, because they might leave or they're unhappy or whatever, like, you need to get over that shit and just collide hard. Like, and, and, and the collisions will become productive. Like, you have to, like, expose yourself, right? Like, I, I am by no means, like, perfect at this, but, like, we, we, we collide a lot. And, like, it's part of our progress. So if you're trying to avoid it, maybe don't. We've gotten a lot better at it, and I think it just comes from allowing the collision to happen. Yeah. There was open honesty that, like, this is my role, this is your role, we need to find a way to work. Um, and that's where we finally were able to, I think, reduce the tension. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. 
She's like, are they getting a divorce? Like, what's happening? <laughs> like, come in, I see a conversation. I'm like, I'm going to go take a lunch. You know? <laughs> She's like, I just checked in, but I'm checking out. <laughs> uh, but it's been months since we've had any, like, real collision that has been. Yeah, there's some, I mean, we, we had our fair share, I think, to give us a few months off. <laughs> I mean, there were some, there were some, there's there were some good ones. Yeah. To, yeah, and so like again, like I think if you have been prematurely sharing vision or not sharing vision at all, when you start sharing vision, like just remember, like hey, that might be overwhelming to the person that now all of a sudden you're like vomiting ideas onto, right? <laughs> like so, if you're the recipient of that idea of vomit, like, like. Bring it back. Bring it back to them. Challenge them. Like, make sure, like, like, make sure that they're thinking things through, right? Even if you actually agree with the idea, like, maybe just play devil's advocate for a minute and just, like, make sure that this is the right idea. But, like, you have to schedule that time. Um, innovate and iterate. And, again, like, this has kind of come up in, in various ways, like, through putting in the reps and stuff. Um, but, like... Hey, like we had guys, we had many of you like not showing up to calls, like not even knowing the calls existed, <laughs> uh, even though they're prominently posted in a lot of different places, shared daily, <laughs> uh, sent out individually. <laughs> uh, I mean, like we're like guys. I don't know how you don't know that this call exists. Like we messaged you privately. We sent you the link to the page where they're at. On onboarding, we told you where they're at. We told you the schedule. They're in Facebook. Like they're like literally like they are surrounding you, and you don't know. It's like but and then you don't come. So like all right, like let's try something new. Like let's try to do that implementation day where like we just said like, hey, we're available all day. We're going to talk about some different topics. Wait, we're going to do breakout sessions and cover different topics. Like, we're iterating on, like, what we're seeing from you guys. Like, like we talked about, like, hey, if you're not coming to the calls, like, we assume that you're kind of taking action and you're doing stuff and not just, like, stuck in this perpetual motion, not moving. Like, well, how do we need to rethink how we're supporting you to, to complement that and, and move you guys forward? So, like, it kind of came up a couple times and, you know, trying to solve problems that you don't have yet. Like, look... The ver- if you're in beta or you're in your version two, guess what? That's like version one or two of a lot more versions that are yet to come. Like, don't feel like it. Like, if you have the mentality that it's done, like, you're going to lose. Like, always be asking yourself, like, well, how can we make this easier? Like, how, like, look at what your clients are coming to you with. Like, can I build a resource? Like, can how can I make them get through that faster? We're like, how can we make sure that people know these calls exist on top of the way that we're already doing it? Like, Maybe we just delete the calls because nobody freaking comes to me. Like, you know, it's like, so don't be afraid to like continually iterate and based on your client feedback, but the innovation side of that too, like, um, and actually the iteration as well, like they don't need to like innovation and iteration, like doesn't need to be this massive thing. Lisa was going to chime in on that if I didn't say that, like they can be like very small, subtle tweaks and tests, um, I'm looking at my notes to see if I'm missing anything. Lisa, am I missing anything? It's just the biggest thing is iteration. We hear from so many people, it's like they're afraid of it because it takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of work. Um, iteration doesn't have to be that. You, I mean, we added a menu bar on our member site and made so many members happy across both of our programs. It was a very simple iteration that took very little effort. It took thinking time to be like, what can we do? Why are people not finding this? 
Um, and so just iteration doesn't mean big and scary. It yeah. can be small, and it can make a world of a huge impact. Oh, and to add to that just quickly, too, yeah. um, that wasn't something that, like, Greg had to be a part of, right? Like, that, yeah. that was something Lisa and I. That was all us. That was us. It was just like... Know. They just told me about it yesterday. I was like, what menu bar? I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> We so actually like, told about it, but we did it. We just had to remind it. Yeah, you need to be reminded. So it's like that's the part about like, empowering your team, right? Like when you feel when your team feels empowered, they will like start looking for things. It's like, all right, what can we fix? And it doesn't have to be big, like you said, like small changes make a world of a difference. So. Yeah. The last thing I want to add on the innovation piece is like back to messaging, right? Like, look, if you feel like you're saying the same, like while I'm saying the same thing over and over again, like in my own mind, like I'm like reiterating and innovating on how I'm trying to say it like that's a part of the process and like you know one thing that I remember happening like you know we had this you know this first ad rocking and rolling like got high got on the high horse I'm like this is like this ad's been running for like eight months like all I've had to do is just spend more money and it works it's like guess what happens like messaging fatigue you know like if you're not innovating what the next message is like guess what and you and that message stops working like the momentum that you need to build back up to get that messaging back on point is going to be hard. This is like goes back to like you got to just keep doing the work of putting in the reps. Like how can you say it differently? Like let me do a video, let me talk about it, let me write it out in a different way. Let me try some different words. Like if you stop producing, like like you need to keep the production muscle going, right? And like in just doing so, like that is going to continue to be like a small form of of innovation, right? Like how can, you, how can you change the way the market perceives certain things? Like, start thinking about how you can change that. Because, like, I can tell you the market as a whole is going to crash soon. Like, and, like, all of our businesses, we're going to have to figure some shit out, right? So, like, there is an inevitable crash coming. And, like, start thinking about how that might impact your, you know, your clients or how can you make sure that you're not in jeopardy. Like, starting to think through some of those things, working those muscles. Like, many of you have the message, you just don't practice using the muscle of getting the message out there and like when like Tim like once you start getting ads going for example and this applies to everybody myself included like if you stop writing ad copy and now you need to write ad copy guess what's going to be hard writing ad copy so like are you writing things every day like are you this is why like I'm constantly trying to post in the Facebook group it's like my forum to just work the muscle right um so kind of it's it's easy to neglect some of those you know the practice right but like when it's come when it's time to step up to the plate and like you haven't swung the bat in a while like you're probably going to strike out you know how'd you like that sports analogy i know it's baseball but all right so i'm going to do what the last one and then we'll do do some last uh, quick takeaways because we're one minute over the last one's be aware of second and third order consequences um so the, the story here is, like, we get lost in our own day-to-day, for sure, and, like, our own, how our own projects and priorities, like, oh, like, I can hold that off till tomorrow, or I can, you know, wait until next week to do that. And, like, it's very easy to, especially as you start delegating things to your team, that, like, well, if you delay that by five days or whatever, like, how does that impact the rest of the team? Right, like it's not just the consequence of like, oh, you're not doing it when you said you were, but now they can't do what they said they were going to do when you expected them to do it, and like it comes back to you. And so, this happened, you know, in some of the organization of this event. Um, you know, a couple things that like, 
you know, one person didn't do, and then that cascaded into like now every everyone else's stuff is like last minute, and we're chasing it down. Um, and you know, if we're in our own head and we're only focused on what we need to do as a part of the process, and forget how that one thing unlocks the next person to do their thing, like you could literally delay and or miss like specific deadlines that you're looking to hit. And then it, it would be easy to be like, well, why didn't you hit this? And it's like, well, you deliver this five days late. And it's like, oh, right. Like I didn't think about the secondary and tertiary consequences of like me just not doing the thing that I said I was going to do when I did it. Right. Um, so as your team starts to grow, as you start delegating, like start thinking through like, all right, well, if I slack on this, like how is that going to impact everybody? And there's times where like Lisa has been like, Look, like if you like, you need to get this to me by this day, or like, it's not going to be ready when you want it, and thus, like, we have to, like, this is when it's going to be like realistic to get it. You know, like it happens a lot, and so I don't know if you want to add to that. I think it's important that team members think about it too. I know Greg's kind of talking like high level down, uh, but it goes the other way around too. um, You know, starting at the bottom, you know, and working your way up. If we're, we get so sucked into our day-to-day of maybe taking care of clients or whatever project we're working on and we think that it's okay to let something slide, we have to think about the impact that might make for the other people moving up. Um, and it's just really being respectful of everybody's time as well as making sure that you're aware of priorities and goals and having conversations um, and then the last piece that I have, making sure when you delegate a task that you express the priority and the importance of the task. Yeah. Um, because a lot of what we felt with this event and a few other things um, really came down to it wasn't delegated properly. It wasn't clear what was expected and it wasn't clear how it would impact if it wasn't done um, on time or right. And I think every single one of us in the in a yeah. team of four uh, made the same mistake at some point. Yeah. And, and it is just, so we just had to remind ourselves, you know, we are a team and our actions impact other people. Yeah. And don't assume because you think that it's clear that they actually get it. Like, like, 10 dismount delegation and they're like I was a two for me like I don't know what the hell (laughs) what you just did but like that's not what I was expecting to get and I have no idea where to go from here so like if you're the one delegating be sure that the other person is like receiving the delegation in the way that you think you've delivered it I would say if I give you five to ten new clients would you or your agency break if so your current agency model is broken I struggle with this too until I found a better way. By adding online programs, training, and coaching to our agency, we doubled profits without adding more hours. If you want to work directly with me and my team to transform your agency, visit myscalablebusiness.com to learn more.